Um, here I am. This is Talon. Just sitting here worried, general. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> Hello, as the intro would suggest, this is The Wandering Wolf. Uh, I am Yoni Wolf. You have tuned in to the correct podcast. I mean that with all sincerity. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, going, I'm, I'm in a, bit, a little bit of an cr- existential crisis lately. Lately in general, but maybe today more than otherwise. Um, you know, sometimes you wake up like that. Maybe I didn't sleep great last night again. I had ate too much fruit and nuts. And uh, the sleep was a bit, eh, you know, a bit of heartburn. Uh, never quite feeling right on the gut when, you you know, you, t- you twist and turn in, d- in different ways and still can never quite achieve total comfort. So it was a, it was a bit skirting at the edges of, of, of sleep. Uh, and, and then I slept a little later. I like woke up at nine and then I was like, I'm going to go back to sleep. And then I did. And then it was, you know, the next thing you know, it's 1030. And you're like, oh God, what am I doing? Uh, not that that's late for me, but I, I went to bed earlier last night. And uh, I, I don't mean to go in to, to sort of a medical history uh, about myself or anything like that. But that's all just to say that today is filled with a bit of ennui. Uh, sort of a... I, I guess I'm, I feel like I'm in a transitional period that I've been in for like several years. Uh, there's a, a, a certain me that I know I need to be born into that I don't know exactly how. And then, oh God, and I don't mean to air fucking all this business out front into the world, but I, I spoke to a girl earlier and I texted her and I was like, hey, want to come over later and mess around? And I do that. I'll say something like that because I'm up front. I'm transparent. I'm like, I'm like Obama promised to be in the beginning. Remember? I'm, I'm like the, the true realization of the hypothesized second coming uh, Obama. That's me. So with that, I, I said, hey, you know, want to come over and mess around? crickets finally uh she gets back and she says ha ha no i'm good okay that's fine i've been turned down before many times <laughs> I'm, I'm you know more comfortable that way in fact uh but uh i i, I asked her why because i you know we we had done that previously in the past and and she says, a lady never, you know, this is, that's basically a booty call. A lady never responds to a booty call or something like that. And then that makes sense. But I said, oh, you ain't no lady. No, <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that because she is a lady. But I understand that. And that makes sense to me. I just have my peculiar ways 
And uh, I, I don't like to beat around the bush, <laughs> literally. No, no, but seriously, I, I don't, I, I like to be just up front. And then if, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's my new way of being. Maybe it's fucking idiotic. I, I'm, I, I'm realizing more and more, you know, how perhaps peculiar and uh, uncouth <laughs> maybe I am. Uh, but, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? The other thing is, I just, I, I'm, I'm just, I feel like I'm, I'm low, I'm, I'm low on. First of all, things are going well in my life. Okay, so it's not like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the, the, in the shit, in the trenches, and uh, you know, there's stress beyond belief. I'm, I'm in a period of. What can I say? We have this studio up at my brother's house. I have a nice room in the back of my house. It's kind of better than it's ever been. I have instruments everywhere. I have friends that play instruments everywhere. This city is chock full of great musicians. I was just at a yoga class where there was like five guys playing. They're all like, you know, symphony level musicians that are like friends of mine or, or, or mainly friends of Ben Sloan, who, who's, who's in, in Y. And uh, just all great people and, and of course my band is great like great community here uh i i've my career is pretty good you know i do pretty well but i've made a name for myself over these years uh uh put out some good music people respected that but i feel a certain pressure i feel like i, I, I don't know the next thing i do i i, I want i want it to be really good and i i, I think my confidence is low for some reason and I don't know why but I guess it's just from lack of steady working on stuff I I don't feel like I have like a steady stroke or whatever like like a, a batter has to has to like swing it several times before they swing at the ball you know they practice the stroke or or in pool like I was in Brooklyn last week and this guy was showing me about pool uh, how you break break and then you want to like you, you want to like stroke it back and forth a few times until you see that you have a straight trajectory and that you're doing it right and then you knock it in and then you hit it hard and then it does what it's supposed to do and everything explodes well that sounded really sexual but it wasn't uh it was just about billiards but for me um i i i have, I'm a little out of practice on, on like working all the time. So like instead of working, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll like sort through on, on the on my phone or look through Instagram or or go through like the locals on, on OkCupid or something like where there's never going to be anyone that I'm ever attracted to. But uh, just whatever, like little things, little ways to, you know, flip through Tinder. Uh, little little things that you feel like you can finish up something like you know where it gets to the end. It's like, sorry, there are no more people on Tinder. Oh, okay, good. I finished that. Got done with that. Uh, you know, I'll listen to to some podcasts or whatever. But anything I can do to to stave off actually having to really use my creativity and because f- I feel like I don't know everything is not like perfect to work and I'll go over Josiah's and you know we worked on a beat yesterday uh and 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 the thing is and here's the thing I I have several projects that are that are in the works or hypothetical uh 
and I don't know which one to focus on first or, or, or anything like that. So this goes back to my whole, like, I need someone to taskmaster me um, or something like that, which sounds, you know, again, you can probably find that on, on the uh, casual encounter section uh, of Craigslist, which I have also been looking at today. That's a whole, oh, God, that's a wild one. That's a wild one. I want to get, you know, it's like some, pump, some part of me wants to be into that. Uh, and I am into it, but like, I just have to really stay on the periphery there, uh, because it seems like, first of all, nine out of 10 of them, I guarantee are fucking Nigerian scams because the English is poor. You just, you know, I know from like the, the, when I was looking for cars on there, when the English is like poor and then they're asking you to like, you know, please email or whatever. And, and, you know, send me your information before I send you mine or something. I, you can just tell. And then the other ones are just filthy. And I'm not saying I'm not filthy because I'd be down for half of the shit on there. But like, I don't know, maybe it just, it scares me and there's, and, and it just seems a bit more nefarious than, than the, than the, um, the pink wallpaper on OkCupid or whatever. Um, anyway, that's all beside the point. But, but just to say that, so I feel in a stifled state. I feel blocked up in my, in my work life, you know, um, I, I need, I need to come out the other end of that. Uh, I feel like when I do go, when I do get set free on some shit and figure out a way to work on it, um, I, I, I do very well. I feel at the top of my game when it comes to creativity and what's next and what's next, you know, A to B, A to Z. But maybe maybe I, I've lost confidence in, in, in certain sensitivities or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It'll come back. It always comes back around, right? I'll, I, I, I just feel like I'm coming towards a new me, and I have been for a while, and it hasn't materialized quite yet. Uh, there's, a, there's a skin I need to shed and a, and a skin that needs to develop that's not quite happened yet. You know, I need to get dipped in the acid vat or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get there. All right, I, 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 enough about that. I, like I, I, as you know from last week, I, I was in uh, Brooklyn, I guess, to, to, what is it, a week, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, whatever it was. Uh, I was in New York, not Brooklyn. Brooklyn too, both. Uh, and uh, I met this guy, Tao Lin. I had been talking to him previous, but finally uh, we got to get in a room together and have a discussion. I adore this guy. I adore this guy. Uh, he's weird as shit and in a good way, in the best way, and in, in, in different ways than I feel like I'm weird. He, he is exactly what I could have grown up into uh, if I hadn't like changed a lot when I, when I was in my late teens, early 20s. Um, cause he's kind of quiet, really like observant. And I feel like I could have gone that route. Instead, I started running my mouth. I feel like you, I feel like the more you talk, the dumber you become, the less you talk and the more you just observe, you know, you kind of retain a certain air of mystery. Maybe you just display your ignorance when you start talking a lot like I do. But I don't mind ignorance. I'm okay with it. I'd rather I'd rather uh, be personable and have relationships with people in a way. That's what I've. That's been my path. 
you know. Uh, Tao took the quiet path, but he's a wise one. And, he, and he's really funny, too, and he's actually, like, fun to hang out with. I, I, another guy that I would put in my, in my uh, commune when we, when, we, when we build it out in the fucking uh, southeast Ohio or whatever. Hawking Hills. Maybe we'll do it right smack dab in the middle of Hawking Hills. Tao Lin. So uh, when I found out I was going to do this, I talked to him. I texted with him a little bit and then asked him if he wanted to do the podcast. He said he did, and he had listened to a couple, I think, already. Uh, or maybe, maybe that's when he started listening to them. I don't know. But uh, he was down, and he had sent me uh, a copy uh, of a couple of his books, Shoplifting from American Apparel and Taipei, um, you know, over the course of the last couple of years, he sent me those. And I had started Taipei, but it was a little hard for me to understand when I was reading it. Everyone knows I have poor visual. I, I can't remember what my sister, my sister wrote my IEP, my post high school IEP when I was about 32. And, and she said, uh, I have poor visual learning skills. Uh, so yeah. So I went to audible.com, who I should be getting a sponsorship from, actually, because I actually use their website a lot these days. Every time I have a guest who's an author or something, I, 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 I get their audiobook from there because uh, I can't fucking read with my eyes. And uh, that's not, look, I can, act, I can read with my eyes. I'm just not the best at it. So uh, I listened to his audiobook and eight hours plus. And it's brilliant. And the reader was fantastic. Kirby Hayborn. It's a great book. I, I highly recommend it. So I met up with Tao uh, in his apartment uh, on, a, on an afternoon, beautiful afternoon in Manhattan. And we went up to the Lord Show and we met up with this dude, Devin, from the band Magical Clouds, uh, who was already in contact with Tao. Um, and the three of us kicked it up there and I had a night, made a night of it. And then I hung out with Tao one more time uh, at his friend Brandon's birthday a couple days later. But I really enjoyed hanging out with him. Uh, and this, this is our talk. This is our first meeting. This is us up in his apartment right after we met on the street. He bought me a juice, like a green juice, and I got him watermelon. And we both ended up consuming both. So here it is. Tell Lynn. <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah, please. Tao's in the bathroom. I'll describe the scenery here. Uh, I'm sitting at a desk with some colored pencils sitting around. There's a bare futon, a chair, and a couch. And then a chair skeleton with no cushioning. In a bathroom, looks like. That's it. Small room. Simple. Very nice, nice little neighborhood. Nice, beautiful day. Window open. I can't get the sun, direct sunlight from here, though, which is not good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have one room in my house where I get uh, direct sunlight. Yeah. 
You have an entire house to yourself. Yeah, man, but I live in Cincinnati, you know. How many rooms is it? Uh, it's a small house, but <laughs> let's say if we're talking about this size, it's about three of these. Three of these. Something like that. And one bathroom. In- including the bathrooms. Two bathrooms. Two bathrooms. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And you have a front yard and backyard, that kind of house. I have a, no, not exactly. It's more of like a townhouse. Oh. Yeah. So it's part of a complex with like a bunch of them. Uh, it's, it's a street. We're going to figure out exactly where you live. It's, it's, a, it's a street that has like uh, six houses on it that all kind of are similar. But they're not connected. I grew up in Florida. Okay. In the suburb, suburban area. Like, like... what you were, grew up in? I grew up, not suburban exactly, uh, but like, like what was suburban in the 50s, hmm. if that makes sense. Post-war suburban, which... That's all I think of when I think of suburban. Okay. It's like a neighborhood with lawns. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but not like... Not like what now, like my parents now live in the real suburbs, which is oh. like, I mean, they, they're not rich enough to live in like a gated community, but it has that feeling where it's like these different prefab. And they all have names, right? Exactly. At the front. Exactly. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I lived in. That's what you lived in. I lived in three different ones of those things. Okay. Yeah. Willow Run. I forget the other two names. Something like that. <laughs> what, what 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 part of Florida? Outside Oviedo, around Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Is it what? How did your folks end up end up there? I don't really know. They came over from Taiwan, lived in New England, in like various areas, then came to Florida for some reason. I never really asked. Was your found. Was your dad already working on laser stuff? My dad was reading the Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> How do you know about that? I, I, Wikipedia, you know. I guess. Wikipedia. Yeah, my dad put that on himself, but, I think. He added himself into my Wikipedia page. Oh, did he? Yeah. I say I say Wikipedia, but I kind of had a suspicion from from Taipei, the book. Oh, yeah, it's in it's in there probably. You, you, you listened to the Mormon audio tape? That guy was incredible. That guy yeah, was he's amazing. Really famous. He's in. He does commercials for like stuff. What's what's his name? Famous stuff. Um, I don't. <laughs> I just feel like we should shout him out because he was so. Yeah, good. he's really good. He's a really good actor. I shouted him out on Twitter. I okay. Think. He did a commercial for Snickers or something. Okay. Or someone shooting Snickers at him or something. Okay. He's a really good reader, man. Like he he really made the. You know, I struggle. Just re- and, and your your sentences are, are so long and complex with so many um, uh, phrases. Uh, what do you call them? You know, part sentence parts and commas. Well, like yeah, lots of commas yeah, and things commas. that that uh, you know. For me, like if I was if I was the the reader, I don't know how he did that because like how do you know? the tone of what you're getting to. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Unless he, he probably, maybe he read every page once and then and then went in and did the... Yeah, he probably had to practice before. Which would take forever. Yeah. 
Well, the thing's already eight hours or something. It's eight. It was. It was eight hours. Yeah, yeah. which just seems really long to me. I, I, I listened to it the last. Uh, uh, I think I. You listened to the entire one. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. You're probably Dude, it's, you're it's, the it's, only person I know who's listened to the entire thing. Really? Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a, <laughs> it's a beautiful book, man. Yeah, but eight hours. What did you do while you were listening to it? Well, I I, I uh, was on the airplane. For one, uh, yesterday, and the day before that, and you just sat there, or like with your head down or something. Yeah, or just, just staring, just sort of staring, looking out the window. Because if you start, I notice that if I, it's unless there's dialogue going on, it's so dense and complex. Like when the narrator's speaking, um, and it's it's one thing, the next thing uh, uh, that it, it's hard for me to to, to maintain. Uh, to, under- to keep understanding what's happening unless I'm solely focused on it. So I tried to just solely focus on it. Um, but then there were times where I was cooking and things like that the day before where I, I would lose little parts, but, you know, <laughs> and maybe that's okay. I don't know. Um, but that would happen to me worse if I was reading it. I would ha- it would have taken me months because yeah. I'd, I because I keep I would keep returning back to the beginning of the paper saying wait wait a second I forgot yeah. what was happening that uh, happens to me too yeah you start thinking about other stuff yeah and then you start thinking should I keep thinking about that stuff or focus on this and yeah yeah exactly. exactly did you have it on like speaker for an entire room or headphones uh, pretty much headphones hmm. yeah Can, you mind if I close that yeah. Just because you know, the cops are out. It's kind of hard. You have to push it really hard. Just pull it really hard. hard. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, I, I wrote notes, and I don't usually write notes, but I, I might. I, there's a couple things I might want to ask you about the book. Um, well, first of all, I, 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 I'm curious how, how much of, you know, I, obviously it, it's written as fiction, yeah. and I, I assume that it is, but how much of you is Paul? Like... I try to just, even though a lot of it may be me, I try to just keep it, just say like it's not me. It's it's a character, and then I'm me. Sure. Because even if I'm just telling you a story about one of my friends, I would not want you to believe like this is the truth. I need to base all my actions on this. I would tell it to you. Hopefully, us both knowing that I'm telling a story, <laughs> but it's not. You know, I'm talking about. It's, it's your it's your interpretation of it. You mean, or, or, or my perspective? Yeah, yeah, your perspective. Yeah, and that can change really easily, and for a bunch of different reasons. It, right, right. But there's a lot of drug use in the thing, and shit like that. That obviously is going to always change the way that that yeah so but the but the narrator seems extremely sober to like to the nth degree in my mind almost um do you mind me talking about this stuff no okay <laughs> yeah i've had to, i've talked about this stuff oh i don't mean i don't want to bore you with this shit oh no if, go you you do want to say, okay it's all right yeah you're about to say something i was interested in well i think that i think that the the narrator is almost uh uh autistic or 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 like asperger's or something like that like uh cataloging and, and 
um, meticulously. It's strange because in one way the, the narrator is is you know it's, it's hyper omnipotent you know and and almost like uh, doesn't care in a way you know that it doesn't have feelings but is so insightful you know and and knows can can dig deep into everyone's consciousness that that's being discussed. Um, it's not a question. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying something. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about that or, or, or the intention of doing that? Like, here's a question. Well, I just don't want to read someone's... read something where someone isn't like that, where they're just like... like they just got home and are writing in their diary really fast, so... so... they'll write, like, things that seem really emotional knowing that, like, no one's going to see this or something. I prefer reading stuff like that, that, like, they've looked at it again and edited it to make it, like, easier on the reader. So I try to do that, I guess. Um, but will it start like that? Like, is is it, like... I don't know where we're at that much in terms of, like, literary history or how this fits in, because I, I'm ignorant of that. That's good. You should just talk... Without thinking about that. Okay. Because the other stuff, it's I don't like talking that way. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I'm not I'm not a reader. I'm not a reader. You know, I read some books in high school. You know, and I read Great Expectations and uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, like the next guy. And you know, but I, you're so good with words. Well, you must. You. Where do you get that from? If you don't read that. I, I don't know. Well, you listen to lyrics a lot, I guess. Yeah, and, and I. I listen, you know, I like I like poetry and I like, you know, but... What about other um, rappers? Do they yeah, read but, a lot or no? Do or other do rappers, I, I bet other rappers read a lot. That's that's my guess. And they have like a thesaurus and they're always learning words and stuff. Probably. But you don't do I'm that? Not, I'm not as much that way. I'd like to be more that way. Like I told you, I, I, I'm, my, I'm, I, I'm more oral, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm not, like, my visual processing isn't isn't the greatest i think uh when you're just talking to people do you kind of view that as like practice for your music i enjoy talking to people because i'm a curious person i don't know that it's practice for music or anything like that um i think in terms of writing lyrics it comes from a very quiet place you know um but when you're talking to people you can learn new words and stuff I, I could, yeah. You know, I, I try not to always ask because I, I, I like, but sometimes I will. What does that mean? You know, that kind of thing. You seem like you know a lot of words. I'll probably ask you several that you might say. So you never have a time where you're, like, training or increasing your vocabulary? or On purpose? Yeah. No. Do you? Sometimes. You, like, yeah, what, like read the dictionary? Yeah. In the very beginning, I would have days where I would, like, take the literary um, ter- glossary of terms and, like, copy down definitions, try to learn stuff. Very scholarly. Yeah, for... Yeah, sometimes I do that. That's cool. In the beginning. And then, um... Sometimes I'll keep a list of interesting words. So while I'm writing, I can, like, look at those words and try to think of something. 
think of a way to in- integrate that word. Yeah. Okay. Or just when I can't think of a way to describe this, I'll glance at this paper that has all these interesting words, or words that are interesting to me, and like something will connect, and I'll use that. Okay. You don't have stuff like that. Every once in a while, I'll hear I'll hear a word, and and I'll, I'll, I'll I will write it down, like uh, uh, deleterious. Is that the word? Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of that word. Which what does that mean? It means like bad. I think. Yeah, like bad. 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 Yeah, I heard that word at some point recently, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a cool word. And uh, extant, like the opposite of extinct. Like, you know, a lot of them, like, I heard that, and I was like, oh, I could use that. You know, so, yeah, every once in a while, that'll happen, yeah. But by and large, it's very natural. I'm I'm not a good scholar. I'm not a a good studier or learner in that way. Uh, Oh, I was going to ask, I was getting, what I was saying about literary... drink that, because what kind of thing are you avoiding? All kinds of shit. Let's have a little bit of this, though. Yeah, could, should we get some glasses, or you just want to... We can just do that. Yeah. Um, Where did you cook your dinner? Uh, at home. At the hotel? No, no, at home, home. Oh, when did you get here? Uh, yesterday. Last night. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be refrigerated? What is it? I have a fridge at the hotel. Oh, okay. It's a uh, chicken and broccoli. Oh, you have to go... go you have to do the flight without refrigeration. That's fine. Yeah, so I had the flight without ref- I think it's okay. You didn't add ice or anything? I didn't. I think it's okay. I mean, I think we're, we over-refrigerate in America. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because yeah. So, a lot of fruit doesn't have to be refrigerated. No, it doesn't. I like cold fruit, though. Um, but what I was going to say, okay, let me, let, me, let me ask this. Like I said, I, I don't know about literary history... Is your writing, like, is it influenced by, like, blogging and stuff? Blogging. Like, people, and I don't mean that as a diss. I think your shit, I know. Your shit is extremely high art uh, and, and, and like, um, high-level writing. Thanks. Extremely high-level writing. I don't think it is just because I started writing before blogs. Okay. But I'm sure there are people who are influenced by it. It's like I I I read a, a lot of uh, oh another thing um yeah I read your stuff on your Tumblr I liked it a lot what stuff one thing about something about um just your entire relationship history or something like that okay and then another thing about what you did on tour what you used to do compared to now or something okay yeah those are good sex stuff mostly yeah I like yeah. those a lot thank you. Yeah, I was going to email you asking if you recommend me to, like, this website to post those things, just writing. Just post them? Yeah. Okay. So, um... Let me know. When you wrote those things, what were you thinking? Were you thinking, like, I'm going to write about this? But but since you don't read that much, what reference... How did you, um... What um, thing were you referencing when you are writing it? Were you thinking... Just my life. You know, <laughs> I, I think I think that I was in dire straits when I wrote those. I was I was feeling shitty, real shitty, you know, and, and um, just felt like very alone and like I needed to share things with other people, and I didn't have anyone 
close to me to, to share things with, like as in like a significant other and thing like that. So I, I sent it out to the whole world. <laughs> Those are good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, when you need to tell people something. Yeah, you just have to kind of... <clears throat> Yeah. Well, there must have been someone you could have emailed. Did you think, like, I can email it to this person and no one will see it besides one person, or I can post it and, and that person can see it and all these other people can see it? Well, one of, the, one, of them, one of the things you're referencing, I think, was an email that I sent to Mark Marin. Like, the, uh, do you know him? No. He's a comedian, but he, he does a, a podcast. And um, I, I actually interviewed him for this podcast. But he had had an episode that was all about uh, sex stuff and problems. And I had listened to that, and I emailed him that thing. Mm. And then he never the responded. The touring thing? I can't remember which he one. He didn't respond? He didn't respond to it, because it was just like... Because it was just too much. Yeah, he's probably like, uh, okay, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> so, but I liked it. <laughs> I, read, I read it again, like, a couple of days later, and I was like... Oh, Why did you email this someone? Do you do that often? I'll do things like that, yeah. In moments of, like, weirdness, yeah. I'm, and yeah. how do you choose who to email it to? If somebody, like... If we weren't having this conversation, I would send you a weird email like that based on the fact that I had read your book and something I might relate to in that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just... yeah. Sometimes I'm doing that, I'm typing the email, then I'm thinking, like, wait, why don't I just tweet this? Right. Because then it'll be wasted on an email, because only just one, one person received Because <laughs> yeah. you want, you want a like lot I'm of... I'm starting to work too hard on this. You want a lot of people to see to see your shit, that you have that drive, you think, that to, like, be... to be. You said something in the book about being recognized um, in your... This, basically what I just said some way to feel less alone I guess yeah well I don't think I get that far in my thought process I'm just thinking like wait <laughs> what just like if I tweet this they'll see it and a bunch of other people will see it yeah and I won't have to explain it in another email to someone else and like all these people so it's just thinking that it's more convenient to just put it out there openly right right yeah. Um, are you are you wearing contacts? Yeah. You didn't get you didn't have LASIK. No. Why? My um, my parents kept wanting me to get it throughout my childhood, but I didn't want to. It just seemed too inconvenient to me. But then at some point they stopped recommending it. So officially, um, based on what they know, it's probably not good to get it now, because it damaged something. Oh, so they're saying now it's now it's not. Now LASIK's not good. Just just my parents line. They they think that you're that it's not good. Yeah, well they don't recommend that I get it. That anymore. you get it. Yeah. They learned something about it and stopped recommending it for me. So what so would they not recommend it for me too? Probably. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> you you are wearing contacts. I'm wearing contacts, yeah. Um my sight's getting really bad. How bad? Because I got glasses, new glasses, and the lens are, like, pretty thick. Okay. I can feel them touching my eyebrows, and it's uncomfortable. What, 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 um, do you have, like, are you nearsighted, or are you astigmatic, or? Astigmatism and nearsighted. I, I, have, I have an astigmatism, too, real, like, and a little bit of nearsighted, but mostly astigmatism. Hmm. Does that affect your music? <laughs> I, it probably but does. Do you, do you ever do shows without, uh, 
contacts? I do show not no, I couldn't do that. I wear glasses maybe, but but I couldn't do it um without seeing. That would be too 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 much for me. What do you need to look at? I I, I would just feel um disoriented. I'd probably want to try it once to just see like blurry stuff around while you're playing. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe I'll try. Yeah, I mean you're you're into you're into the mind shift. You do a lot of drugs, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you? What are you yeah. on right now? Just this. Just weed. Yeah. Okay. Um, I saw you ordered um or you something on Instagram. You ordered something from India. Those are real drugs. I mean, those are uh, uh, medicine. Oh, medicine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, I have Crohn's disease, so it just. Kind of, but see, if I get if I get them in the states, it's like five hundred, six hundred dollars a month. But they're you know when I do it like that, it's pretty cheap. Huh. Yeah. And they're exactly the same. Tea, Who fucking think? knows, man? It's probably it's probably <laughs> a fucking uh, placebo. God knows what. But yeah. Um, do you do Bitcoin? I know. I, I just heard about that last week. What? I don't know that much about it. I'm trying to learn about it. It's weird. It's hard to learn. I mean, doesn't it sound... Isn't that more or less like like the end times or something like that? Yeah. Doesn't it seem like that? seems like it. Uh, 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 Another question, and going back into Taipei a little bit, like, do you you have... Do people get weird weird about you writing about them, even if they have different names or something like that? Some people do. Most of them, since they're already friends, good friends with me, and they do the same kind of stuff. Right. We like it, actually. Okay. But there's some people. Is that like Megan's cool with it? Yeah, she's cool. Okay. I don't know her. She went to one of your shows and tweeted something. I have her book that that, that, that you put out. No, she... she, uh, She sent it to you. Gave it to me at the show, or gave it to someone to give it to me. Maybe you did send it to me. I fir- I probably sent it to you also. I first heard of um, Hawaii through my friend Brandon. Okay. Who I think we. Oh, you did. You do his book too. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I don't. I don't you guys. Oh, let me see this for a second. Brandon. Maybe I do have this one actually. Yeah, I do have this. Yeah, he interviewed you a long time ago. Okay. I heard of you guys. Too. So you is this like a scene that you have like. You know, yeah. Is it all sort of? Would you categorize it in a similar style in some way? Yeah, yeah. In, in that, I like it. I like. <laughs> but you it's must like. Style you like. must like other kind of writing too. But this is the kind I like the most. What what are what are what what are like the the similar th- things about your writing, Brandon's, Megan's, uh? It's mostly they the, tie it together. The tone, I think, the tone which is what we take, which is um, kind of always detached. I was just gonna say that, <laughs> but still always like very emotional, right? But just seeming unemotional, but right. on the inside very emotional, and just always detached from our own feelings, thoughts anything like the moment we think something we, another perspective comes up looking at what we just thought that kind of thing do you live that and way we, i feel like your music has that too to an extent and maybe we all like your music oh okay yeah to an extent to an extent i have that yeah i but i i feel like my my emotion is a little more on the surface mm-hmm. probably maybe to yeah. a fault you know like 
But do you? Well, I was gonna say, do you live that way in in, in real life, where where you do you feel detached from from your life to an extent? Yeah, I think so. But I don't think that's a big problem. That's probably a good thing. The problem is just. Um, I mean, there's problems in the writing that I, that I have in my real life. Okay. Not the detachment. What are the What are the problems? Just um, trying to connect with people. Yeah. And just trying to live life. Why Why do you, Why do you feel like you're? Have you always felt disconnected since you were a kid? Probably since I was. Since I started, feel, like. Yeah, 10 or something, gradually. Okay. But you don't have this? Oh, I I do. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do. But I also have a deep longing for connection. And so I'm always like, I feel like... You don't think I have? No, I think you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you said I also have it. Yeah, I do. But you do, too. Yeah, 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 I have Um, that. And I feel like I'm always scrambling for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Right now I'm in a phase where I'm just trying to, like, not not go for that as much. You're trying <laughs> to what? Just testing out. Just testing being out being alone? Yeah. But you went to. through phases like that, at least, I, I, again, it's the character in the book. But, and this is as much as I know you because I've never met you. But, you know, I can I can make assumptions from, from you know, the character, that Paul, Paul, right? That he might be similar to you. There, there were periods where he that he called interim periods, yeah. and I have those too. Yeah, where I'm like, okay, I'm just <laughs> there's like, okay, there's two months before tour. I'm gonna just treat it as like a no man's land, and it's like, yeah, like you know, those times feel good to me. What about you? They can be good. They can be good, or they can be terrible. Sometimes, I guess. Um, but at least you know that there's something that you're gonna. Yeah, a new life that you're going to enter into soon, or, or yeah. a, new, a new you that you're going to enter yeah. into, and you can always think you're preparing for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think in a way that that's also testing out that self yeah. that doesn't reach out, right? Yeah. So when you don't, does that mean you're just spend all your time alone and, and you you ignore people's calls and shit like that? No. I just don't respond as fast. Okay. And I don't make an effort to try to go out. Because I like the feeling of not having obligations. Mm-hmm. But like, say I don't have obligations for next week. That makes me feel good to some degree. But do you also feel like it, it, you're floating in a way? In a, neg- in a bad way? Like, what am I doing with my life or anything yeah. like that? Yeah, a lot. Are there pe- Do people sweat you? Do you have, like, publishers and people that are just like... When's the next one coming in? Uh, oh know. no, no, no! You're ch- so you just do whatever. <laughs> no, you want. I don't have that. I'm usually motivated more by just needing money. Yeah, like I've never had uh, enough money last more than like six months. Like okay. right now, I have like two months more money. What do you, you do? Do you write articles or something? Yeah, articles, or I like finish a part, a good part of a book, and have them try to sell the book. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I feel like my life is just interim periods and then something, and that's how it's been since college. And that thing is like, 
like you said, like a book tour or like some, some de- where you have to be somewhere at yeah. some time. Yeah. And then otherwise, you just kind of like, you're here, kind of like losing your mind a little bit. You go for yeah. a little walk. You go for... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So when you have the interim periods, where are you? In your house? Yeah. A lot of times in my house, yeah. That seems better than in the city because you get to drive around and stuff. No. Well, I mean, it's just different. Like, it's here you get, you know, you can walk around. I mean, you can just walk out your door and there's, like, mass shit going on. And you can yeah. just be, just you could just sit and geek out watching people or things, right? Yeah. I really miss the suburbs of getting to drive around and listen to music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I live in the city. Oh. But not like this. Oh, okay. But it's city, you oh, know. Cincinnati? Yeah, Cincinnati, okay. yeah. Um, I grew up in, like I said, like 1950s suburbs, which is actually city now, you know, because everything's sprawl, sprawled and, you know, I mean, you can gauge that by the fact that, you know, there's still black people that live where I grew up, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, and then there's not yet quite where my parents live now, you know, how the white people always leave, and black people come and the white people leave and there's like this chase to, to get ch- chased around and then... The white people later will sometimes come in and take over a place that they had abandoned before, like downtown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, that's kind of Cincinnati. That's I'm talking. interested in how... So you're feeling... How old are you? 34. How old are you? You're 30. 30. You were feeling really bad when you wrote those things. When? How old were you at? Oh, that was just... I wrote those over the past... Year. year or two, yeah. And what happened since then? What happened since then in my life? Yeah, I mean, generally. Oh. Did you just keep feeling bad? I mean, I go up and down. Uh, a lot of it's based on the, the periods changing. You know, like, oh, okay, I'm going on tour now, or I'm, I'm you know, uh, in the process of recording this thing, or I'm mixing this thing, or, you know. So I feel really good for a certain period. I, I feel best personally when I'm like working long hours and focused and then when I get done doing that I feel good about my life and about myself like I'm actually a human that you know I think people are drawn to work right yeah yeah do you are you are you constantly working or 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 do you take long periods where you don't do shit it's hard for me to work on writing I have to be in a really good mood, I think. Or just in a really bad mood where I like have nothing else to do. But even when you say that you're not working, are you are you always like unintentionally maybe writing notes or or yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I figured you you must write like that because there's too there's too much um you couldn't remember all that just by sitting down and like, okay, I'm going to write a book now. You know, yeah. there must be a lot of stuff that you're, do you, will you be in the moment and, and come out of a situation you're like, I have to write that down real quick and jot it down? Yeah, I do stuff like that on yeah. my iPhone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The problem is taking the notes and t- changing it into a work. Yeah. Getting the motivation to do that. That's a hard process, right? Yeah. Must be. Well, just getting the motivation. Do you yeah. need the mo- motivation? Of course. To like, of course. It's not enjoyable. 
Well, I think once I get into anything, it is enjoyable. But it's hard when things feel scattered, you know, like you must have... Do you just do it on the yellow notes? I do it on um, Google Drive thingy. See, you know, you know, obviously know all about computers and shit. I'm not, no, not at all. No, you don't? Okay. I'm really behind, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I end up writing in the yellow notes a lot. And just recently, last week, I went through all my yellow notes and all my, <laughs> all my voice notes and all my um, notebooks and things and, and, and uh, wrote everything into a uh, text edit document. That's good. Just like a long fucking poem. Like, you know, I mean, it's not one poem. It's a million. You didn't copy and paste it. You typed it out again. I, I typed it in again because I thought with that... edits would, or no? With, I would edit it a oh. little bit, yeah. Because I, I thought that that would help me to um, get it into my brain a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Well, you also need to just get into one place, probably. And into right? one place, yeah. So that now... I'm I'm gonna print that out, and then I can like with the last album that I did, I did that, and I had about thirty pages of of that, and then I I cut stanzas out. So if I had a stanza or just a couplet, you know, I would just cut out those pieces, and then I arrange them all on the on the floor, mm-hmm. um, and and thought, well, this goes with this, and this goes with this, and then I would fill in gaps and things. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, I usually collecting all the notes is kind of hard, getting out of hand for me now because I have them in like Gmail drafts to drive, and then sometimes I'll start a file where, like, I have a file where I only took notes while I was stoned because I thought my thoughts were different than normal, and then I start one of those files, then like I forget and start another one, so I have like all these notes everywhere. Yeah. And at some point, I usually don't collect them. I'll just look through them and find the most interesting thing and take that and try to, like, make something out of that. But then I'll always have the notes open and look at, like, can I add something or whatever. Pepper in things from other notes, you mean? Yeah. Into that specific thing? Yeah. What about writing something like a like a book like a long ass thing like how how do you keep that going or keep that organized i have um i make like charts and stuff oh is that what these are no that's some other stuff oh, okay that's some other stuff okay <laughs> that's like recording times. that's like a to-do list make graph of dimensional conquest what the fuck does that mean just some um thing something okay this is I was noting, like, when I had tea and stuff. Because I didn't have caffeine for about 20 days. Are you trying to get off caffeine? Sort of. Gradually, yeah. Do you drink caffeine? I don't drink caffeine. Why Why are you trying to get off of it? Just because I've had it, like, every single day the last 20 years. It seems like... Time to get off? Yeah. See what happens. Do you, will you drink it all throughout the day? Or, or, or had you been, I mean? No. Just, just like, two or three a day. Okay. Yeah, but I feel I start feeling better after like seven days. Like yeah. I wake up happier, but then that kind of like I got used to that. Do you sprinkle you sprinkle in tea now a little bit? Tea, and sprinkle in. 
I mean, uh, you do a little bit of tea now. And Drink sometimes, yeah. 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 Um, but, but, like, green tea or black tea? Just, like, green, I guess. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you eat hella healthy. I always see, like... Uh, I try to. I always see, like, pictures on Instagram, and it'll just be, like, yeah. six stalks of celery, one <laughs> banana, two lemons. Like, you know, it was like, okay, yeah, that, I, is that his dinner? Like, yeah. I listened to your um, juicing Oh yeah, video. That was good. Do you do you juice? Yeah, I have a juicer. And then this is this is first juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of juice places. Mm-hmm. What kind of fruit do you have in Cincinnati? Naturally? Just apples, really. Mm. Same as here. Where is Cincinnati? Exactly. Ohio? I know Ohio. How well do you know Ohio? Where? Where? I have them. Um, you mentioned going there in the book. Where Where was that? The rich person's house. Lived in Solon. Hmm? Solon? Solon. Is that ring a bell? I don't know. What do you know? Do you remember what part of it? Like up north or south or? I don't know that. Directions. I okay. just know it's Solon. Solon. Yeah, they're friend. They're fans of your music too. Oh, the, okay. I think every one of my friends is a fan of your music. Oh, every. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why? That's weird. Cause you're good. Well, thank you. Thank you. I did. This is good watermelon. Yeah. Weird. Cause it's not in season. Not at all. And it seems like it's from some deli or something. Yeah, it's from that like. Good. Ritzy Deli on the corner. Watermelon's really healthy. Do you know Jeffrey Brown, the, the comic book artist? That's a familiar name. I've heard of him. He also has Crotons. Oh, he does? He, I think he wrote a book about it, yeah. Okay. It's a graphic novel about it. Yeah, he has Crotons. Where's he from? Do you know? Chicago. Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard his name before. Yeah, he has he has two kids now. I think. Okay. A lot of people our age are having kids now. Yeah, I think this is the time that it happens. I yeah. You what know? do you think about that? I mean, I would do it if I had the if I had a. Do you have a girlfriend at all? No, no. Right. How long has it been? Over a year. Over a year. Yeah. Yeah, over a year. And. Did you have someone significant a- a- after Megan? Yeah, that yeah, one more and then nothing. Do you have you have you tend- <laughs> have you tended to be in relationships like since you because it's I mean like at least in the book if I'm again I'm I'm again putting you into it obviously it's not exactly you but um, it seems like a serial monogamist you know like someone that bounces from one relationship to and then finds himself in another and another yeah. With breaks in between, mm-hmm. with like a year or so. Probably. With a year in between, sometimes, or more of yeah. just seeing, seeing, seeing random women. Sort of, not that many. Not that many. Mostly alone. Do you have Do you have groupies, ever? Not that. That's many. a terrible term. <laughs> do, do Do women try to holler at you since because they because you're a, a, an accomplished writer? Sometimes. Yeah. Like get readings and shit. It doesn't work though. It doesn't work out. I can't have that kind of relationship. How, it's how do, hard for mean? me to just be around someone who's acting that way. Sometimes. How, how do you mean? Uh, 
you, you like if she's just like, like a later, fan type. Yeah, like if later on I, I have to like talk about what I did with this person, I feel uncomfortable. If like, just if we're not like on equal level. Well, wait, you're saying because you'll have to chronicle. Well, I know that if I'll be thinking about it, like how could I have done something like that, or why did I do that when I could have been doing this? Okay, but not but it's this is not based on writing later right later knowing that you're going to write about her. Sort of. I kind of feel like. But that ties into the way you live. My way I live. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm gonna if I'm I need to do stuff that I'll be okay writing about later. So, so your your life affects your writing, and your writing affects your life. Hopefully, for the positive, right? Yeah, it's for the positive. I think. Yeah. What What about all that drug use? Not to say that it's bad. I'm not a moralistic person, or feel like it's bad. And I've never tried half the drugs that you talk about in that book. And I don't even know if you actually did half of them or not. But it seems like it was an experiment. A lot of times, in in a way, to to write or to think about writing or make movies or, you know, somehow do some sort of art based... Productive. To be productive. Productive behavior. Yeah, I've always viewed druggies... I mean, I've always tried to use it in a productive manner. So when you do drugs, it's in in order to create somehow? Not all the time, but that's part of it. I would just feel too depressed if I was taking drugs and like going somewhere and being alone and doing nothing, mm-hmm. like taking a nap. Right. That just seems too depressing for me to do. E- even weed? Even weed? Oh no, because, well, with weed, I'll, I'll think like I'm being productive, I'm thinking interesting things and stuff. But if I smoked weed just to like eat a ton of food and go to right. sleep. Well, even in that situation, I would think, like, I'm getting an experience of, like, eating, getting new flavors and stuff or something. <laughs> so that's it's, sort of all right. It's definitely a change of perspective, you know. And I, I feel like on, on weed, I like to... I sometimes write interesting stuff on weed that I later go... Uh, you kind of later have to go and, and uh, edit. Change a little. Change yeah. it a little bit. And usually hack off a large portion of it that is a, is a self-conscious um, oh, oh, like trying too hard version of yourself mm, that's yeah. what I find do you find that? yeah I get that a lot that's just pretty much all my first drafts is yeah. something like that yeah that you're, you don't know who you are and you're trying to be something in a way you mean? sort of like for example for me I'll start writing and then, you know, realize that, oh, wait a second, like, this is like, I'm trying to be Q-tip or something. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be Kendrick Lamar right now, which is not at all who I am. Um, but that's really only when I'm stoned that that happens to me. Really? Maybe that's because when you're stoned, you notice stuff like that more. No, but even if I go back later and listen oh. to it or write or, or read it, it'll be like. Oh, because when you're stoned, you're you have less of an ego, so you're more like maybe thinking like any idea is 
stressful or something. Yeah, maybe right. that's right. Maybe that's right. Yeah, like I'll, I'll I'll see the profundity in something that sober I would never see as being profound, and then even reading it later when I am sober, it doesn't seem profound. Yeah. Either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What are you working on now? For a big project. Uh, I guess I, I guess I'm making another record. I mean, you know, it's just kind of like they I fall into them, you know. Did um, you start yet, though? Or is there a starting period? I, I guess I, co- I start collecting notes over the course of years, hmm. you know. Um, so would your starting it be when you get rent studio time and uh, that's what you... Eh, I don't really... I mean, we, we now have a stu- We built a studio in my brother's basement. Mm-hmm. So we're going to work down there, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know. Each each record is different. Each record has a different, um, you know, is its own sort of period, you know. Uh, and usually we'll do them a- away in, in a um, studio, you know, far from home, kind of, and stay there for, for you know, a month or two and sort of knock out the bulk of it or something. Do you have a girlfriend now? No. I don't have girlfriends, really. Huh. I've had two girlfriends ever. Huh. You know, uh, I I see women from time to time for short periods, huh. a little, you know, just here and there. Yeah. How old's your brother? 37. Huh. 37. Is he married? Yeah. He's always been in relationships. Huh. My uh, brother's 37, I think. He's 37 yeah, as well? Yeah, he has a kid. He's he a graphic has a designer? one-year-old kid, yeah. Do you, do you see them a lot? He lives here, right? Like once every few months. He lives in Brooklyn. Why do you see him so, so infrequently? Are you very different? We're just not that... We're just not the kind of people who see each other a lot, I guess. You, are <laughs> you close to anyone in your family? Are you close to your mom? At yeah, I'm close to my mom. Yeah, we email. They live, my parents live in Taiwan. Right. We email pretty frequently. Okay. My dad, not as much. And then I didn't have any other family in America at all, besides my brother. Do you have any other siblings, or that's it, the two of you? Just me and my brother. Okay. So, where you live, are you close to your brother and the other people in your family? I'm, I'm one, one mile from my brother's house. Um, and my parents live about 30 minutes away mm. in the suburbs. And my sister lives in Oakland, California. Oh. Yeah. And I, I lived there for, uh, many years. So what are you going to do about good girlfriend? I don't know. What are you going to do? Just, just wait for a while then gradually start going out to stuff. Is that? Do you feel like you have to try? You have to go out and try to meet somebody, kind of. Sort of. Cause how else am I gonna? I mean, on the internet. Yeah, the I internet's can't. real easy to. Are you on any of the dating sites? I've tried them. I mean, I haven't seriously tried them, but I've had profiles and I've looked at stuff. I don't think that's gonna work for me. Why you said that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are you t- are you too uh, different? You think for that kind of shit? Maybe. T- well, first of all, there's gonna pe- be people like just messing with me or or 
just because I'm a known writer, like, they'll go on and whatever with me. Yeah, I, I get that, and I'll, I'll go out with a girl like that. I don't, I don't care, you know. I mean, it, like, again, like you, it probably wouldn't work out to date a fan, you know, like a long-term date, but I, I also just like companionship, you know, yeah. like going out with somebody once, hanging out, talking, making out, whatever. Is it weird if they keep acting like a fan, though? Usually they don't. You know what I mean? Or you can tell who... Because I feel like they're just going to be on their phone, like, cleaning. oh my god, I'm hanging out. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can usually tell which ones are going to be like that, and then which ones are going to be cool and mellow, you know? Yeah, you can probably tell beforehand. You try, Yeah, you have to try to weed that out, I guess. But, I do, you know, I do it. Yeah, I've done, I've done that before. And I've gone out with girls that... The thing is, on the dating sites... The cream that rises to the top is not not guys like you or me. You, I think, but the, both of us are, are the kind of guys that you have to get to know, yeah, pretty well to be like, oh man, I, I really like this guy. You know, yeah. like I think that the guys that rise to the top on those sites are just like the sort of more bland, maybe, or I, I don't want to say diss them or whatever, but just like you know, attractive looking businessy kind of people. Yeah. Or something like that. Just the guys that look like movie stars. Well, yeah. Pretty much. Obviously, Obviously. that's going to do it. Yeah. 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 And then have, like, normal jobs and kind of, like, can can fit themselves in those those paragraphs on those sites, you know, or the, the, you know, the little one-line blurb or whatever. I feel like... I just don't think I'm a happy enough person to be able to, like, endure meetings that don't go well. Well, like, I'll just feel so bad about it and be worrying about it. During it, you mean? Or after? Before you just the walk, entire... You could just walk away from <laughs> it. Yeah, but then I'd feel bad or something. Yeah. I mean, if I set, set up some of the date tomorrow, I'd be, like, worrying about it the entire time until that time. And then... During about, it... About for... Ha- ha- about what? About how they're going to perceive you or about, ha- like... Their feelings about it? Mostly just not even any specific thing, I guess. <laughs> just sitting here worried generally. And then, like, the moment I met them, I would, like, be overwhelmed with my brain thinking, like, oh, how do I act? Just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, what, how am I acting right now? That kind of thing? Yeah. 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 But especially more with this kind of situation, maybe. So, but when you have dated girls, how, how does it start then? On the internet, I think. It is on the internet. But, yeah, just through other means. Mostly writing-related stuff. I see. So you've met someone you and you've mutually liked each other's writing. Yeah, stuff Things like, like that. that. Yeah. Now, now with the internet, it, it feels like I already know everyone. Like, I've seen every person's Facebook profile. I know what everyone says on Twitter. It just seems that way. Like, I've already exhausted all the options. I know that's probably not true. Exhausted all the options of people that, you're, that you know on the internet? Just anyone, like, in the city. In the city? Yeah, otherwise they're too far out in some other culture that I won't be able to reach them. And even if 
if they found out about me, they'd be like, this person's not in my world. But you think you know pretty much every In the person. writing thing. In the writing yeah. scene, you know all the, all the New York people. Yeah, I know. I've seen like their Facebook profile. I know what they think and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that, I mean, isn't it different? Like it's, I like it's rare for me to see someone new and be like, "Oh, who's this person?" Mm-hmm. And then since I don't go out that much, I don't see the people who aren't online. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I feel like going out is a good strategy. What does going out mean? Going to like um, a friend's reading or something, or a concert. So you haven't been doing that lately. No. I've gone out a few times and then just after like 10 minutes at, at this one party, it just seemed too pointless and I just went home. Yeah. I just saw like, all right, no people I'm going to get in a relationship with. Let's go. Yeah. How do you meet, how did you meet the two girlfriends you had? One of them I went to high school with. Um, and I'm still real good friends with her. And the other one. Is she married? She's not married. Does no. she have kids? Nope. She's also single. She's also single. Interesting. It is interesting. I I talk to her from time to time, and we commiserate about that. It's a weird, you know. And part of me thinks like if she was down, I probably would get get with her again. But it's been so many years and through so many weird iterations of the relationship that like I don't I don't know that it would ever work out to go back that to that romantic place, you know? Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes yeah. when things get weird and change. Yeah. What about the other girlfriend? The other one I met uh, at, at a laundromat. Huh? I was, in, I was in a certain... I was in a certain place in my life where I was like, okay, uh, you know, I just don't give a fuck anymore. And, like, saw this really cute girl, like, pulling stuff out of the dryer or whatever. Wow. Just went up to her and I hollered at her. I was just like, girl, you got it going on. <laughs> you know, and I was like, what's up with the date? Let me, let me get a date, though. Let me, like, what's your number? What's How your could you number? act like that? I just, I was being someone else in a way. Like, w- what would the guy be like that would get this girl or something like that in my mind? And it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. And uh, she was like, no, no. All right. She was laughing, though, you know. Sent me away. It did work then. Later it did. Then I came, I met her again at the same laundromat two, two three months later. Wow. And uh, started talking to her and she didn't recognize me as that dude that acted like that. And I just started, I was just myself and I just started a conversation about something or other. That's really interesting. Yeah. She really didn't recognize you again? I don't think so. Huh. I think I later told her that I was that I had done that, and if she asked her if she remembered that guy, she was like, "Yeah, you know." And how old are you, were you at that time? I was like late twenties, hmm. twenty seven, twenty eight. It was right before alopecia came out, hmm. um, so two thousand eight, early two thousand eight. And you were just acting like that all the time to everyone. No, but I was just more outgoing. I was more outgoing. I mean, I'm actually as outgoing now in a way, but maybe more comfortable with myself so I don't have to, like, fake anything or act like Hmm. how someone else would act. I had a friend named Trey in high school, and I feel like 
that's how he would have approached her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, I never would have approached a girl in high school, but like, I would watch him do it. So that's kind of how he would have done it. And how long did that relationship last? That one lasted like not long, like eight nine months, because I was on tour all the time. I don't know. It was just mm-hmm. whatever. <clears throat> And I don't really talk to her much anymore, but I used to see her when I would come here. She lived here for a long time. and mm. uh, But now she lives in South America, so I don't see her. I talk to her on the internet every once in a while. Mm. Do, do, do you wish you were in a relationship right now? Do you feel like like you'd rather be in that zone? <laughs> if it was a girl I liked, yeah. 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 But not just a general relationship. Not just to do it. Yeah, I met someone that I liked a lot, but they have a boyfriend, a long-term boyfriend. How do you get her? How do you what? How do you scheme to get her out of that? I haven't got a good plan yet, except just to wait. Wait it out. Yeah, the best way to do these things seems to be just like wait. Yeah, because everything always ends at some point. Does she? Does she? Uh, do you think she likes you in a, in a way? I don't know. I um had a reading in the London. At a bookstore, and she was like the events organizer person. She's going to hear this, man. Probably not. No. <laughs> she doesn't do the internet that much, I don't think. No, I don't. I, I don't I, care. Anyway. I was joking. I don't have that many oh, listeners. You don't what? I don't have that many listeners anyway. Oh. It's not yeah, like, you do. You have like thousands per thing, which yeah, seems like a it's lot. not that much. Compared to, but not compared to that many to other podcasts. Because they, uh, you have to listen to the entire thing for it to count, right? Oh, okay. Or at least part of it. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like a lot. But this girl... Yeah, I just hung out with her that night after reading. I liked her a lot. And she had a boyfriend. What did you do with her? You just... We just talked and stuff. We didn't do anything. How did it... No, I'm not asking if you were physical with her. How did it come out that she had a boyfriend? Well, she was like... We were in a park and she was like, I'm really cold. And I was like, do you want me to put my arms around you? And she said she had a boyfriend. And we emailed for a while, but she stopped responding to my emails. Were you getting too personal, you think? Probably, like, she just... Her boyfriend got angry or something. I don't know. But she didn't say that. She didn't say that, no. It's hard to even think of a person that I would, like, be happy in a relationship with. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I... Just to think of something. I feel the same way. I, I, uh... Oh, I like. I had took a little note. I like. I really liked. Uh, spring is to summer like morning is to the whole day. Oh, found that very poetic, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. The, you, the language is excellent. Like it's so precise. I really like the song "Waterlines" off your new album. Oh, it's thank really you, man. Moving to me. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the kid running through the courtyard. Yeah, really yeah. Good. I really didn't like that guy Ian. Something's review. Oh God. That was terrible. Yeah. I really wanted to comment on that, but they don't allow comments. Yeah. Like, after I read that, I was like, all right, I'm going to comment. He seemed like a terrible person, but there's no place to comment. I I messaged him. (laughs) I messaged him on on, uh, Facebook, and he never messaged me back. I sent, like, two to three messages that were, like, I mean... Just a really depressing review. It was a depressing... For someone to think stuff like that. It was so depressing for me, man. You get negative shit too, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I actually haven't read that, but I read on on t- 
uh, your Wikipedia it said something like you know like to hot and cold review something you know yeah yeah what yeah. what do you how do you react when you get a negative review I'm usually fine with it I just look at it I register it that's happened and that's it but it doesn't get you down like that, that I feel I feel like let me just say for myself like I had high hopes about that. You know, I have ambitions. I'm an ambitious person, right? I don't want to be that way, but that's how I am. You know, I think when I'm at my best, I don't give a fuck what people think. And I do whatever I want to do. And that's when I make my best work and stuff like that. But then there are times, like, after I finish an album, where I'm like, okay, this is good. I think this is good. And I want people to like it. And I think people are going to like it. And that's how I felt about Mumps, the last album, when I finished it and... and so when I got that review, when someone was like, oh, the Pitchfork review is out, you know, okay, you're not going to like it. Oh, okay. So I read it, and I was, I was in England at the time, and, um, you know, I was like, okay, it's cool. Like, we were doing concerts, and we, we were selling out shows, doing really well, and uh, I read that, and, you know, we, we had just sold out London and whatever. I'm like fuck it who cares who's this one guy but like the more I thought about it the more it started to irk me and it seeped into my psyche I think and and I think it it it, it sort of you know lowered my confidence to an extent and um affected me more than I would have liked it to or that I would like to admit it did mm. do you do you th- relate to that at all yeah <laughs> I think a lot of the depressing part is just if he reviewed something that I liked a lot in the same way, I would also feel depressed about it. Just to know that someone exists and is thinking, having this perspective on things. Yeah. Yeah, because it... Because it, it seemed like he thought you were like... Or I don't even remember the review, so I won't talk about it. It, it felt like he really... It felt like a personal attack, and like yeah. you missed the point. That's what I. That's what I felt like at the time. I remember. Yeah, he just adopts a stance that it's like you're like you're releasing this album, and you're like trying to fight people with it or something. Exactly. Like it's a weapon, <laughs> and he's like fighting that. Right. Do people ever treat your shit like that? Yeah, a lot. They think I'm just trying to like um, provoke everyone and. Like, a lot of people think, I think people are, like, stupid to like my writing. Or some people think that. Well, wait, some people think that people people are stupid to like your writing? Some people think that I, like, look down on my readers. And, and think, like, like, think, like, haha, you like my writing. Oh, like, like, you're, you. like you're fooling people. Yeah, like I got you type right, thing. Right, right. Some people think that, which I don't. I'm not doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those kinds of reviews are most depressing, I think. Man, yeah. Just because you feel like they really missed the point. Yeah. Or they just don't think I'm being sincere, or... or They just don't think I'm just expressing myself. They think I have some other motive for all this stuff. Right. Most of your writing, does it, is it, does it tend to be... Um, captain's log form like that like chron- chronicling 
you know, I don't want to say your life, but the life of, of the characters and things in a meticulous way, is that is that sort of like a style that you have fallen into? Because in I've, I've, this is the only one that I've read of yours so far. And I have Shoplifting from American Apparel on my shelf. I'll get to it. That, but they I've don't got, have an audio book of that. I, I, maybe they do. No, they don't. They don't. Sadly. But, um, no, I've got two styles, two main styles. The one you read, and then in shoplifting, it was very... No um, interior stuff in shoplifting. It's almost all just description. Oh. So it's the same kind of stuff. So even more impenetrable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you like do you like that? Like, what what do you want the reader to elicit from that? If 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 they you know, because obviously underneath all that, like you said, there is a lot of emotion. Um, I'm just trying to convey the emotion that's underneath it, and because there's two ways you can do that, you can just describe the emotions, or you can put the reader in the same environment that you were in, with the same memory and like other information that will hopefully cause them to feel something like what you felt right like if i want a reader to feel what i'm feeling right now i might describe like my day up to this point some of the stuff i'm thinking about and like the temperature and lighting and stuff and hopefully that will cause a reader to feel what are those things just give me a little bit of that freestyle right now I woke up, I went to um, the grocery store, I bought grapefruit, I ate grapefruit, I uh, texted some person, went and did some stuff over there, came back here and talked to you. To, what was, what is that, <laughs> texted someone, went and did some stuff? Yeah. So, like what, you went and All had right. sex with somebody down the street? Yeah. Really? Did it quick. No, my, I have an intern. Okay. He's an NYU student, so I texted him. I gave him something, mail and stuff like that. Got it. Yeah. Or I can just describe, like, what I'm feeling right now in, like, long sentences. And... But I like both. You like to do, to do both. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I, I felt like I didn't know what to think for a long time or, or what you were going for exactly um, listening to the book I knew it was good <laughs> after the very in fact the very first bit of it after I I got it after I had talked to you about it I asked you if there was an audio book or something remember that yeah. it was like I don't know five days ago something like that and uh, I tried to read it a couple times it was next to my toilet so I would try <laughs> I would try to read it and I read like uh, the first chapter and I, just, I was just like I, I had to, I had to keep rereading it because I couldn't like I said I'm bad at it but um the first after I started listening to it I was in the car driving listening in headphones and I could tell it was really good it was just like one of those things that actually made me go woo you know, like, just after a certain passage, it was like, oh, you know. But I didn't know what I was supposed to feel, in a way, for a long a time. Um, and even throughout it, you know, I mean, even up until the very end, I, you know, I was like, 
it made me feel something, but I, I don't, I, you know, I couldn't exactly put my finger on it. But the very end, you know, you, you wrapped it up with, with, the, with the sort of bad trip, the bad mushroom trip. I don't want to say bad trip because at the end, the last line is something like, you know, he feels grateful for mm. being alive, you know? Yeah. Why did you say, why, why did it end so with that hopeful line? Um, probably because that was a moment in my life that that's based on my memory and that's just like a moment that I remember well. Yeah. It seems significant. How did you t- I, turn that trip around like that? I don't think I did. It just did it by itself, I think. Because I thought I had died. Yeah, I thought I had died and then just gradually as the mushrooms wore off, like... um. I could see more clearly and stuff, so just naturally became good. Or never, it never became good, it just said I was returning to life and I was like, I'm glad. Okay. You were glad to be done the trip. <laughs> yeah, that and I was feeling, when I said, in real life, when I, I actually said something like, I'm grateful to be alive, and like, that's something I never say, and I said it like before. I had even thought about it. I became aware of myself saying it. Probably something that's something to do with the mushrooms. It was pre fader, as we as we in the music biz would say, where it was it exited your mouth before you thought it. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a way to mix. Yeah, that was just a very memorable moment in my life. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I thought it that was touching. That that ended it in a way that It made me feel some type of way, which is a very lazy way of talking to say some type of way. But uh, that's good though, because I get it. What you're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I was thinking, pretty much what it says in the book. I was thinking like there's all this, all these other places on Earth I can go to now. And that thought, in that moment, made me say that. Yeah, grateful to you. Yeah, that you, you know. Whereas you, you maybe just previous to that seemed like you felt pretty enclosed. Yeah, I thought my room was it yeah. for the rest of the eternity. Yeah. Was that here? That was in here? No, that was in a I lived in Brooklyn. Different place. Okay. Yeah. That's right. That was in Brooklyn. Anything else that, that um that we should talk about? I mean, I pretty much got through all these little notes that I had written. Very precise language. Long sentences. One I like ending in. It would be here about Taipei. Why the, the long-ass sentences? Like, It's just probably just... Because um, in shoplifting, the sentences are pretty short. There's no interior stuff. It's probably just to be do the other extreme. Try mm-hmm. the other extreme. Mm-hmm. And there's so many... I mean, I, I feel like there's always going to be an aside to every every phrase that's stated there's going to be something that you have to qualify or some way that you have to explain you know like I can relate to that a lot you like that dental song with Jenny Lewis singing on it love that song yeah me too how do you know I like that I tweeted something and you tweeted something okay yeah yeah, I like that song ah such a good song yeah what do you think about all these 
musicians who are like really depressed in their 20s and then and then they're able to like get married and have a good life and stuff it seems like Jenny Lewis I wish I was one of them did Connor Overs get married? I don't know but at least he's like doesn't seem depressed anymore as much as before he always seemed kind of bratty to me I don't that's terrible to say because I never met him I'm I'm sure he's cool I would love to interview him for the podcast (laughs) Yeah, but there seems like to be a lot of those kinds of people. They kind of, they kind of, they're depressed at first. I think that's every, that's life is like people grow up and you kind of balance out a little bit, right? Do you feel like you balanced out at all? No, I'm worried. Are you worse? The same or worse in some ways, maybe. Yeah, I'm worried about it. (laughs) That you're you're supposed to start getting less depressed. That you're going deeper in depression? Or just. I guess I'm not that worried about it because it's so slow, like you live every day, but I'm just thinking about it. Like, how do these people get out of that? I don't know. I I, I mean, and also maybe they didn't, you know, maybe they still feel those feelings, but they're able to get beyond them or something like that's still in them but but they're they're able to extend past that well that's what i'm saying how do they extend past it isn't that just part of maturing maybe yeah i don't know or maybe it was a person that they met you know maybe jenny lewis finally really met her match was she do you know uh, did you listen to her other stuff oh, you talk about rilo kiley in the book yeah yeah, yeah. I like him. yeah i've listened to her other stuff okay but um yeah, or else they, some people die like around this age. Right, they either, twenty-seven. Yeah, when they're really depressed, they either die or they like start making happier, like more mainstream albums. Or yeah, I, I'd like to make a happy <laughs> album. Because there's not many people like who are forty who are putting out albums like like early Bright Eyes or something. But it's, I think that's because, like, we think of those emotions as teenage or, like, juvenile somehow, right? Yeah. I don't know about You're allowed that. to sing about that kind of stuff when you're in your 20s and 30s. Because I feel like, okay, like, for instance, in my concerts and stuff, there's a lot of young people. I'm 34. It's like a lot of, like, 18-year-olds, you know what I mean? And it makes me think, like, so the people that can relate to me <laughs> are half my age. What does that say about my maturity level? You know what I mean? Or Yeah. Well, I can relate to you. Good. And all my friends can relate to you. Good. They, y'all are... They're kind of younger than me, though. Okay. They're in their mid-20s or something. Okay. So, I mean, you know, I mean, there are, there are exceptions. Of course, we have older listeners, too. But it, it does make me think a little bit about it. I've also thought that maybe you just can't keep thinking in this way for that long. It's just impossible for yeah. your brain. I mean, I, I've been trying to get into a more um, positive, and I, and I think I have grown into more positivity over the last several years. Like, uh, and it may, you know, that may seep into the writing. But then, but then again, there's also a certain character that I fall into within writing that is a little bit. Um, you know, detached and sad and desperate and lonely and all that, that sort of feels like home for writing in a way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have that? Yeah. 
you got used to it and you like it to some degree. And that's the voice you know. Yeah. It's hard to switch voices. Yeah. How did Connor do it? I don't know. Well, yeah, we have to get him on the podcast. <laughs> I think that's good. Should we let's let's close it out? You want to close it out? How do you close it out? Well, we'll say we'll say I've been sitting here with Talon uh, in uh, the, the East Village, right? Murray Hill. It's the official name. Is what? Murray Hill. Murray Hill in in, in uh, New York, New York, Manhattan. He's gonna take one more hit of weed. We're gonna close it out. Say bye. This is Talon closing out. I had a good time. I like Yoni's music a lot. I recommend it. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. 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 Badass, y'all. The Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can donate on PayPal. Please do. Please do. It's very helpful, especially on these trips. At Yoni Wolf, on other things on the internet. I am going to be doing a solo tour. Th- this just in, just exclu- exclusive, just for you all. I am doing a solo tour, straight rap shit, okay? So raps from the history of Yoni Wolf. Uh, over dope beats pretty much remixes that people have done for me or for Y or for Cloud Dead uh, some Cloud Dead beats some remixes that I'm doing over the next little while and uh, yeah I'm, it's just for right now I'm just doing a West Coast thing and you know what? who I'm bringing with me I'm bringing Serengeti with me it's gonna be a good show it's gonna be a good night so yeah, come and we. It'll be maybe I, I'll do a little talking between songs. I, I, only up to a comfortable point. And I'll give you the basic rundown. It's like Phoenix, Tucson, L.A., Pomona, San Diego, San Francisco, uh, Santa Cruz, maybe Sacramento. I think that's it. I might have missed one city, but that's pretty much it so far. And if you're and if you're into it, uh, I'll do some more touring because I'm getting into the idea of that and i may do a solo rap album i don't quote me on that but it might happen okay that's just between me and you again my precious podcast listeners who get it you get the exclusives first okay fuck that tamzy shit and fucking this is in a jezebel.com this is strictly dope Okay, that's my slow-mo voice. All right, homies, homets, take care. Say, you know, do something nice for someone this week. Smile at people this week when you walk around, all right? And I know I said I, I'm in an ennui, but you know what? When, when you get older, it doesn't have to be like a deep, dark, moping depression. It's just a feeling of like, I don't know. It's a, an existential, existential like unsurety more than anything else. But I can still smile at people. I still like people. All right. Well, be good, be kind, and uh, keep wandering.
Like that. 